0: Working Interferences is intended for mature audiences. Since the hosts never grew up, someone needs to be the adult. Welcome to Working Interferences with Josh and Lance, the dental advice podcast for the average dentist. Here is Josh and
1: Lance. Bruhs, what is up? Welcome. The Working Interferences Podcast, a dental advice show. I am Joshua Austin,
2: and I am Lance Timmerman.
3: What kind of forever,
1: Lance? What is up? We just got back from Indy. It seems like it seems like weeks ago now, but uh, (laughs) it was just a week and a half or so ago. Yeah, you stayed around. Yeah, you stayed around longer, a little bit. Yeah, what'd you do? Just
2: an extra day. Just kind of screwed around. It was my first time to Indy, so I always kind of like to walk around town and see what's there, and got to see the uh, the arenas. You know, Lucas Oil Stadium and things like that. So try nice. their, try other food
1: and your brother stayed with you?
2: Yeah, yeah. We we left same nice. day. Yeah. Nice.
1: That was fun that. Live show was fun. I didn't know what to expect going in. Right. But uh, I got a lot of good feedback, did you?
2: I did. I did. It was it was fun. You know, funny thing, I, I actually met a periodontist. That's not a pussy. And uh, he was really really cool. He he put his name in my my phone so I have him as a contact. Uh, but he put Stu Awesome. So I have no idea what his last name is, but he was really cool. So not all nice. periodontists are pussies. pussies nice. Pussies, pussies, yes, pussies.
1: not all of them. <laughs> I would say that. I, I, Our guest and I both know a periodontist in Seattle who is most definitely not. Right, right. Um, so, so we do have a guest uh, today. Uh, it's been a whole week since we've had a guest. Last week we had three guests actually because of the live show. <laughs> yeah. But before that, it had been a minute since we had a guest, right? Yeah,
2: it had been a while
1: you had lined up a guest that fell through yeah our guest today that i lined up is here and ready to go and so without further further ado i want to bring him in so i met this gentleman uh several years ago at a texas dental association texas dental association meeting and it turns out that we both kind of knew a lot of the same people and now we're both kind of like on the circuit that you know the the speaker can- circuit bureau for the uh-huh. seattle study club together kind of talking about some of the same stuff but we work pretty synergistically there's no you know competition or anything uh-huh. like that we we, i think we uh we see value in each in having each other you know also on the circuit um and this is my good friend from florida dr rob ritter Robbie, what is up
0: Hey, it's so great to be with both of you. I mean, it's awesome to be able to just be on here with friends and and just to chat. But thanks for the invitation. And of course, if Josh invites me, I'm going to show up. I would never ditch on you guys. (laughs) I I can't do that. I can't do that. I would never do that. There's
1: another reason I wanted to bring you in this week because you you practice in Jupiter, Florida. Is that correct?
0: That's correct.
1: And do you guys know what starts to, we're, we're for, for a little transparency, a little peek behind the curtain, we're recording on a Sunday night. Do you guys know what starts this week? what what, what this week is known as?
2: Uh, shark this week. is Shark,
1: week. Oh, shark who, week. It is
0: Shark Week, that's right. Who
1: better to have on than someone from Florida? Right. It is, yes, exactly right. It's Shark Week. That's right. Okay. Is, is that shark
0: the week. only reason I'm on, or it's just synergistically that it's... I'm, it just kind of
1: happened where I realized today at about 4.30 that, oh, it's Shark Week. We should talk to, to Rob okay. about, uh-huh. since you've lived most of your life by the ocean, uh, uh-huh. If you have, if you have any shark experiences.
0: Thankfully, no. Would you believe that? All the years that I used to dive, and I don't dive anymore or even just snorkel or free dive, I've never run into a shark, thank goodness. It's not my thing, man. If I went in the ocean and I saw a shark, you'd see a puff of brown come out the back of my ass. It's not my thing. It's not my thing. It's two things that scare me. One of them, I sound like Austin Powers, two things that scare me. (laughs) One of them is a shark and one is a bear, and I really don't want to see either one of them.
2: How do you feel about the Dutch? What's that? Yeah, how about the Dutch?
1: (laughs) So we have we have a mutual friend. You're probably more friends with him than I am, um, but I know him, uh, Dr. Michael Sessman in Nebraska. Yes. So he's a crazy diver. I think he's at the highest yeah. sort of level that you can be. He is. Yep. And he does not only does he he goes to Guadalupe Island, uh, which is a couple hundred miles south of San Diego to go diving with white sharks.
0: There's, there's white sharks. That's right. Uh, not cage. just
1: cage diving, though. He's free dived with them before. Can you imagine no. free diving D- with white sharks? So, dumb. so no. he's, he's taking Chet from <laughs> Ivoclar to, to do is. this with yep. him.
0: I know he it's is. He's
1: trying to oh. kill Chet is, I think, what's happening.
0: <laughs> don't kill our Chetters. Chet don't just got it. that job. Like, why do you want to kill him? I, I don't get it. I don't know. I, I. You know what? I saw that. I've talked to Michael about that. I talked. To, in fact, I just talked to Chet on Friday. Um, but I just no appeal to that whatsoever. First of all, have you guys – you've both – You've dived, right?
1: Yes, but not like, you know, not uh, outside of like a resort or whatever where they teach you how to do it in the pool or whatever, and then you go out, you know?
0: Oh, okay. So I got my, I got my diver's license back when I was in college in Tampa. And, you know, I've, I've dove all over the Caribbean and all over Florida. And although I have to tell you, I, the idea of going in a shark infested waters with no cage is just, it's not happening in my life. It's just not because even when I dove, the thing actually that scared me more than sharks were were um, uh, Barracuda. Because Barracuda are just lightning oh. quick, and they will just take your hand right off. And they look huge in water. Could you imagine a great yeah. shark? It's got to look like a freaking greyhound bus coming at you. I if can't you even can't imagine. Play. I can't and, imagine and either. And Sessman's
1: yeah. a pretty kind of low-key guy. I guess he just has to get that fix from somewhere, and that's what it is.
0: Mm-hmm. Love it? No, thank you. Yeah, not, not, for, not me. for me.
2: Not for me. Nope.
0: not for me. I'm so, not
1: interested. Sometimes young people I've read on the internet refer to their menstruation time as Shark Week. I don't know if you guys know
0: that.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I find that very funny. Yeah, I just it's just
0: not my thing. And i I used to love diving, and um, I used to go all the time. But man, just it's just not for me. And so I saw Shark Week, and I find it always interesting who they stick in that cage. Did you see who they got this year?
1: I saw they got Gronk for
2: one of them.
0: Yeah, they got they got Shaq. <laughs>
2: like a <shack.
0: laughs>
3: That's gonna Shaq. Shaq really, is... <laughs> he's massive.
0: Imagine when he sees a great white shark, okay? I mean, Shaq is huge, but it's going to give you a real perspective when you see Shaq in the water next to a great white
1: Right. It, if the white shark decided to to ingest Shaq, he'd have to it would be multiple meals for him. You'd have to come <laughs> back later.
0: Yeah. That's yeah. right. Yeah. Like, unless, it can... was, unless it was. Have you seen that one shark they found a couple years ago? I think they call it deep blue.
1: Yeah. So it's like the biggest one ever recorded or mm. whatever.
0: I mean, this thing came by. It completely made a shadow over like half the boat. I
1: yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. Michael Sessman would be oh, wow. he's a little guy. He, he would be a it would be a little hors d'oeuvre compared to Shaq. Shaq would be like the, uh, you know, the tomahawk.
0: Yeah, that's right. Uh, not my not not my thing. And I can't start. wait to see Shaq in the water, though. That's gonna be fun. He's gotten funnier. He's gotten older, hasn't he?
1: I like Shaq. I've always oh, liked yeah. Shaq. I love and I love think him. Shaq's funny. So, Rob, I know you walk the beach a lot. I know you ride bikes yeah. down the beach, things like that. Are you just sort of done with getting in the water these days, or are you... You know
0: it's you know funny? It's true. I, it is. I don't really go on boats anymore, and I don't dive anymore. Um, I don't own a boat. The be, You know, in Florida, the best thing is not to own a boat. It's to have multiple Yeah, hey, you've got enough people boats. who own yeah. boats that are friends yeah. that you just yeah. well, leech my, my off of them. My business partner has a boat. Mm-hmm. My business partner has a boat. All all my... My old surgeon has one. Every – almost all the guys have boats. So if I ever – my orthodontist next door does, you know, if I want to go, there's opportunity. But I'm just just not interested anymore. I don't know what it is.
2: Was there an event that got you out of the water? Nope,
0: nothing like that.
2: Okay. Because I I got scuba certified, it was a big thing, you know, fifteen years ago, and and uh, I was went to go fill my tanks. Now this is Western Washington, though. The water here is kind of murky, so you you have to be good with navigation and things. I went, I would in Hawaii once and didn't realize that visibility is actually really really cool when you can <laughs> see stuff. Yeah. So and then I went to go fill my tanks one day to and and Steve was a guy behind the desk and he wasn't there. And I said, oh, where, where where's Steve? Well, he he had an annual trip to the Bahamas, and uh, Steve one day that he was diving with a buddy and he just didn't come back. He, his buddy saw that he went down over a crevasse or something and saw some bubbles and then less bubbles and then no bubbles. And Wow. My kids were so young. I just looked at that and said, okay, I was there to fill my tanks. I just said, keep the tanks. And I've never dove since. And that was it.
0: Yeah. And that's all it takes is <laughs> yeah. something like that. Right. It just takes one experience. Yeah. And you think to yourself, you know what? That's not the really way that way I want to go. I have a lot more no. living to do, and if it, that's one of the you know fun things in my life that I give up, I'll give it up, and that's kind of where I'm at too. Yeah. Um yeah. Then again, you know what? I quit playing golf a couple of years too. I, I quit golf a couple oh. years ago. Well, as you know, jo- I know that uh, Josh. I know you have dogs, but I do. uh, Lance, 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 you have dogs and and kids.
2: Dog. Cats and kids. So I got, got it all. all. It's, it's a farm. So
0: what happened is yeah. my daughter is getting older to the point where I just felt guilty as hell about going on Sunday morning from seven till one o'clock, two o'clock. I uh-huh. just guilty. Sure. And so I gave it up. Um, but instead, it's a lot of
1: time. Yeah. And, and now with yeah. Top Golf. Do you guys have Top Golf?
0: They're opening one. They're not, open, yet. not yet. They're opening one by me. They're, it's they
1: the are. coolest thing ever. You can go for like a couple hours. People who don't play golf think it's fun. You can have some drinks, have some food, and, yeah. and just hit balls and play a little game, and and then you're done. It's you're, it's not five hours of time. You know, it's not yeah. away from the family and kids. You can include them if you want. It's it's great. We we have one about a mile from my office. It's amazing. Um, once you guys get that opened up, I think that's something you guys will do but all I'll the probably, time. And I
0: will because it's a time factor, right? I mean, I play right. tennis. My yeah. wife plays on a tennis team. My daughter plays competitive tennis. Maybe
1: yeah, you guys can uh, do that together as a family, right?
0: That we do that, as, and that's the thing. We do that as a family. So, you know, the things we do as a family is tennis, and we go every year on a, on a ski trip because, again, we can do that as a family. And when Olivia eventually nice. goes to college, then I can pick up golf again and do some yeah. of these other things that I just just – Guilty yeah. about time. It's just a time issue. I can Nothing just picture
1: else. you screaming at your daughter like your uh, Richard uh, Williams, Sabrina uh, S- uh, Serena Williams, and <laughs> Venus Williams' dad, just screaming at your daughter.
0: You should serve sure. better. We have, no, we have total non-verbal ver- verbal. What is it called? Non-verbal verbal communication. It's it's uh she went when she's playing in a tournament, she looks at me, and I gave her a look, and she just gives me that that face, and we don't have to say another word. <laughs> we really don't even talk. When she plays, I, you know, Lance, I know you're really friends with Tara and Tara uh-huh. like two, a year ago, two years ago came down and her son was playing in a tournament bike ride away from my house. So I went over uh-huh. there to watch for about an hour and she is so <laughs> into it. I literally had to take like three steps away from her and she goes, oh, you're not <laughs> like this when Olivia plays. I go, oh no. She goes, oh, I'm in everybody's face. I'm like, I would, oh, I, I would punch you in your face. If, you were, if your son was playing my daughter, I'd punch you right in the face. Yeah.
1: I could totally yeah. see Tara doing that too. you. Oh, That's just like how she is. Oh, it
0: is a show. It's, oh, I, I can't tell you. I cringed. I cringed. Now Tara was
1: crazy. on what episode, Lance? Tara? Uh, one of I the teens, know. I think, somewhere in there. Tara came on fairly yeah. early, and uh, she didn't know our yeah. shtick. She didn't know that we do bad advice, she, so uh, we had, to, we had she, to tell her. She got pretty
0: quick, yeah. Like,
1: uh, yeah, stop giving good advice right away. Here, that's not what we do
0: yeah. here. Uh, she's oh well. great. I mean, she's, she's great. She, yeah, you know, she is she's great. But out there watching her son play, I was. Well, uh, I, I, I cut my time short there. I just couldn't. I, I couldn't do it. I just. I couldn't be around it. Yeah, you know? crazy
1: sports yeah. parent is. Uh, is yeah, a, is that's, a weird I'm not thing. A,
0: that's the thing. I'm not a helicopter dad. So yeah. you know, I I'm yeah. out there to support her, but. You know, it's all on her. I can't make her. That's a, there's a lesson in there somewhere. You yeah, can't no. make them love it or play <laughs> hard. or they either? They'll have just, yeah, they'll it.
1: just hate it. Yeah. She, I mean, if you push it that hard on her, she'll just hate it. It's and a, then she'll resent yeah. you.
0: And, I'll, and that's sure. the one thing. You know, I have one child. I'm not going to have her resent me the rest of her life. Just like last year, I let her quit piano. She's been playing piano since uh-huh. she was three years old. I let her quit. I'm dying inside. I wish she wouldn't <sighs> have quit. But you can't make kids do things they hate. They'll resent you and yeah. resent it. You know, I'm well. not going to.
1: And they can't do everything, you know. It's like there's, right. mm-hmm. you know, there's some, only so many hours, and and uh, correct, you, know, you can't correct. devote you can't devote time to anything.
0: All right, well, so what are we yeah. talking about tonight, guys? What are you? Who who are we gonna throw <sighs> under the bus and roll over them fifteen times, huh?
1: Well, boys, this <laughs> is an advice show. We, uh, sort of. we answer your questions. But we're, we we're
0: going to give shit advice first before we give the legit advice. Is that the Yeah, exactly.
1: Advice? That's that's yeah, that's sort of the deal. So we'll give crappy advice. And then at the end, we'll say like, well, I think the real thing to do here is this. Right.
0: Okay. So or it might just be
2: all shit. It, it,
1: yeah, it, you just depends. never really know. It's like the water uh, <laughs> outside of the cage, the shark cage that you're in, Rob. Sometimes it's just all shit in there.
0: Okay, just how about a big pile? Just a big pile of shit with a big brown stain. Hey, Lance, and the last (laughs) thing is, you know, before we get going, I must have done the podcast with Justin a couple weeks after you, bro. Uh I don't know if you heard it or not. I was laughing so freaking hard at you and your expense. I mean, it was fantastic.
2: Oh yeah,
3: good time. That was just good.
1: Lance is always fun to laugh at. Oh, but (laughs) it was always good for a little bit.
3: Best,
0: best review stories. Oh my god. They were awesome, yeah. weren't they?
2: Yeah, they were. It, it was, it's a shit show that you can only laugh.
0: You have to laugh. You have to
2: laugh. Yep.
0: Right. Yeah. Okay. So what are we going to laugh at? Who are we going to laugh out? Come on, what? You got a list, Josh. You got to have a list. You got a list.
1: I got a list. I got a list. We're going to go through it. We got. We got. We got to do our little intro first, though. Uh, Okay. Uh, So so we answer our (laughs) listener questions. We answer questions you find in all those neat little dental Facebook groups. We answer questions from Reddit. Reddit, And actually tonight, all three of our questions are from Reddit. So it's going to be fun. Nice. We strive to help dentists and dental team members with our own unique brand of advice. So please, listeners, we need your questions. They are the sustenance we crave. You can (laughs) submit your questions to workinginterferences at gmail.com. Now, we don't want just any question. Do we, Lance? No. We don't want a bunch of boring questions like, what's the best continuing education course? Because oh, we all God. know that the Dick Tucker Gold Foil Study Club <laughs> is the best dental continuing education ever. It is. We want- the most
0: appropriate for 2018. <laughs>
1: it is. It's, 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 it will give you everything you need to market your practice. We want the questions that Gordon Christensen cannot answer. Question one, Reddit user, uh, my username is free, asks, I need some help. Why is this happening? So, I have a retainer. I clean it before I go to sleep and take good care of my teeth also. Every time I wake up and take my retainer out, my spit is brown for a couple of seconds, or a few spits, and there is a terrible taste in my mouth. What should I do? I think, first off, my first thought is you should stop rinsing with water from Rob Ritter's shark tank.
0: (laughs) Shark cage. That would be
2: number one.
1: (laughs) Why... Why is there? Why is there spit brown? Well,
2: maybe, maybe quit the midnight snacks with a, eating a bunch of shit.
1: The uh, what? What did you call it the other day? The something Arnold? Um, it was somebody's name? Uh, oh, the hot, hot carl. carl. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Now what's a hot Carl? Oh I know God, I, I, wait, it's so
1: bad! It's okay, so bad, Lance. I'm going to let you
2: do a hot Carl.
0: before you tell me the hot Carl, because in Louisville it's called a hot brown, which I always thought was funny as well. But what's a hot Carl? <laughs>
2: Well, do you know what a Belgian steamer is?
0: A Belgian steamer? No. <laughs> okay. it's, it's not that. Okay. It, 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 we're not talking about a rusty trombone either, are we? Uh similar.
3: it's probably in the yeah, same it's in the similar same oov- uh, it's,
2: it's 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 so bad that I'm not even gonna do it on this <laughs> podcast. It's it's go to Urban Dictionary.
1: <laughs> um yeah, I would say it, it has to it's scatological, and it's it's one of these things that you read. Like a rusty trombone is a great example or a Cleveland steamer or a Belgium steamer. The only, I think the only difference between two is a Belgi- a waffle is involved with the Belgium steamer. Um, I believe yeah. um, <laughs> none of these things actually ever happen. There's no one that does any of those things like, right? God, I hope not. <laughs> Nobody does any of this. This is all just like drunk college guys trying to figure out what's the grossest thing they can
0: think of. Oh, I don't
1: know. Right. If you're going to be blinding you know the, the Marlin, is, then.
0: I knew what a Belgian steamer was, but I didn't know <laughs> that's what they called it. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. You know, I tell you, this urban dictionary, if you really just want to laugh, you just. Yeah, gotta... it's the best
1: it's yeah. the best of it's totally the best one of my goals in life is to coin a term that goes on the urban dictionary Ooh, i would say that's, that that is on my i don't know I, I hate to use the word bucket list because that's just so fucked out at this point but that's like on the I'm list sure. of things i'd like to do before i die is to coin a term that, that cool. goes up there um why is it why are they spitting brown this it's is gotta be acid reflux right you think reflux is involved here
2: I mean, yeah. Are they taking any meds that yeah, man. it's reacting right. with? Do you – I always tell people like bring their night guards in and
1: their retainers, especially ones that I've made them. Like, hey, bring it in. We'll throw it in the ultrasonic for you when you get your teeth cleaned, right? And then I can look mm, at right. it like if it's a night guard, see if there's wear on it, where there's wear on it. And it never ceases to amaze me how much like tartar and crap builds up on a night guard. Yeah, It's just – I mean it, it, they're always gross and it's like – I've had I've had the point of like needing to take it back to the lab to take a handpiece to grind the tartar off. You guys ever have
0: that? Oh yeah. So
1: yeah. do you guys charge for that?
0: I don't. We should. There's not, there's should. not, there's not really a way.
1: You, I mean, it's kind of a sur- like a value-added yeah. service or whatever. It, it's but what it yeah. is. it's
0: a practice builder, right? Is that what I'm always told. It's a it's practice a practice builder. builder. It
1: what smells what? and it just like it's always <laughs> yeah. right before lunch. So always like 11:40 <laughs> that I'm doing this.
0: Basically, it has the same right. odor as the Belgian steamer does. It, it does. <laughs>
1: It really, really does. You know what I hate? I've I've come to hate these. I hate like the Essex Invisalign type of retainers. Yeah. Because I do too. Orthodontists tend to not tell people like, oh, you need to replace this like every couple years. And someone will come in with one that's like seventeen years old and it's literally uh-huh. like brown. Evelyn Brown's brown. And it started clear at some <laughs> point and it's torn and you know it's just nasty you know there's candida in there you know there's all kinds of shit growing in there yeah and it's like yeah remember you know just brought my retainer to get it cleaned up like no you brought this retainer so that i can talk to you about making a new one like this is you're putting this in your mouth every night it's horrible
0: it's a petri dish yeah it's a a, living
1: it's exactly right it's so
0: bad people gross
1: god um it's gross (sighs) Sleep appliances are bad, too. I don't know what you notice, Lance, because people tend to, I guess, sleep with their mouth open when they have, you know, like we tend to design them a little bit so that we can they can like their tongue comes out and all that kind of stuff when they wear a a sleep appliance. Mm -hmm. So I do notice that sleep appliances get gross pretty fast because I think there's sort of that it dries out, you know, overnight. And then that plaque just turns, you know, just calcifies and dries out, turns hard. Do you notice that, that sleep appliances get, get grody after, after a couple of years?
2: Yeah. It's, what's interesting is is we'll get some patients are very fastidious and they come in and it looks brand new. And you're like, what the hell are you doing? Because they're you keep doing soaking it in turpentine like, every night. It's got to be. It's got to be. And then the next person comes in and, and you can't even see. It's, it's, there it used to be a color, but it's caked on with all the tartar that you can't tell. So it's bad. So, so it's bad. pretty do, gross. Do either
1: of you guys wear a retainer? Nope. Or a night guard?
0: Nope.
1: I, I, were, a, a I wear. a sleep I Uh, the Moses, Moses Elite. I don't even know what that one is. Jesus. <laughs> I, I love I used the Moses. my go-to doing Rouse's courses. Uh-huh.
0: You don't do that. So wait a minute. You yeah. did all Rouse's courses and you don't do any of it?
1: No, I do, but I don't know like the Moses or what. You know what I mean? Like I've never heard of that. I, I do. I make appliances, but not. I like. I don't know what the Moses is.
0: Okay. I, do you know what the Moses is? I've not taken one of these courses. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I just, this is not an area that I understand. It's, I understand it's importance. I understand it's a nice adjunct to your practice. And I understand that you can help a lot of patients having said all of that, I have zero interest in implementing it in my office. And I'm not saying I'm right at this point in my life and career. I yeah. just don't feel the need to start. I find it interesting. I've heard little lectures on it, but I've never taken, let's say, a three day course from Rouse or anybody else.
1: It's a whole freaking thing, man. It is a whole thing. You're exactly right. Yeah. I mean, it, it needs to be instituted in your practice. It needs to it, it it is not easy. It isn't you can't just like it's not just like changing your crown prep or whatever. You know, it's it's something that takes
2: it takes dedication. You can't really dabble in it. You can't kind of occasionally. You, you there's too much to, to remember. So yeah, you, you you have to it's it's better not to than like what you're doing Rob Than to kind of you try know, to dabble I, here my, and there my so. My
0: thing has always been if I'm not good at something, I don't pretend I'm good at it. I just farm it out to the people who are. That's it. Right. right.
1: Good. good. Perfect. I think that's the right move, especially with this cuz it like the medical billing is yeah. is really difficult uh at least for me that's kind of what i have found to be the the biggest the biggest deal and then you know just ha- maintaining people with this and and you know i don't know it's not easy all right not yeah. easy so what, yeah. what rob what do you do when you get somebody who has that you know they've got all the telltale signs they've got the wear and they've got the erosion and they've got yeah,
0: well i've got a i've got a doc that does a lot of sleep i've got an actual physician that does that they've got like right. this clinic and that's why it's like anything you know the problem with me and ramsey the truth is we become a fricking triage clinic for everybody else, making money for everybody else. That's the yeah. downside to it. You know, <laughs> somebody right. comes in with a tooth snapped off of the gum line, goes to the periodontist for the extraction implant Cha-ching. right? Somebody comes in, you know, 17 year old comes in, they've got, you know, they're, they've got uh, gingivitis. We clean them up and then they have four impacted wisdom teeth. They go out to the old surgeon Cha-ching. Somebody comes in with the telltale signs of, of, you know, sleep apnea. They've got some sort of airway issue. They get sent out. I mean, it's it's crazy how much, if we had kept all of it in-house, ho- in I mean, we would have like a $6 million <laughs> practice, you know, but, but we don't because I'm but not. But you guys are more,
1: but we've talked about this before. You're more profitable doing the ones, the twos, the threes of, of Crown & Bridge, right?
0: Well, when you say that I'm more profitable, I, we're, we're profitable based on what we do, at least what we think we do well, and we know our numbers, so we make those things profitable, right? But let's face facts, we could add a couple of million dollars of production if I had, this is a whole nother subject, I, I've been beating Ramsey over the skull to hire a part-time associate <laughs> that would come in and do these ancillary services that me and him don't provide and just then keep the house. Uh-huh. Yeah, but uh, my business partner is right now not ready for that.
1: Well, your business partner's wife is a periodontist. Yeah,
0: that's good. That's one of the issues. <laughs> that's part of it. Your <laughs> wife is a periodontist. Yeah, yeah, but that's in house. My next door neighbors are orthodontists is our friend, right? So, yeah. I mean, there we do have some <laughs> we have some obstacles to cover here. So. Yeah, but it's a long-term goal of mine to eventually have an associate come in and do some of these things.
1: Yeah, and that doesn't mean they have to do all of them, right? There's going to be some, no. I mean, a lot, of, a lot of implants that are going to be better in Karina's hands than theirs. And and there's, I'm sure Karina will stay plenty busy with that stuff and just have your associate bang out the easy ones.
0: And that's the idea. And that's kind of where we're going to go because, I I, I mean, I can't keep going the way I'm going. It's, you know, we got to, as the practice continues to grow, and we're very lucky that way, We do have to hire somebody to come in and do these things. It's just, it's a smart business move, especially in the DSO world and what we're competing against. Yep. Oh, we're getting too serious. Come on. Yeah. So, so with this brown (laughs) spit,
1: (laughs) do you guys talk to patients about brushing their tongue? Do you guys brush your tongue?
0: Every day, three times a day.
1: Man, I, I do, but I'm not very good at it. I am not very good at sticking something deep in my mouth, Lance. Um, i i have a hair trigger is that what aspect. i heard hair
0: trigger <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh we're not going to get any better than that one lance so let's move on from there.
3: <laughs> so
1: th- th- this has to be i think it's uh I-, I i this is seems to be a hygiene issue in my mind with spitting brown and like you say getting up in the middle of the night something or whatever and then a- and just not not keeping stuff very clean that has to, i mean this has to be a plaque mediated issue yeah
2: or, you know, in, in all seriousness, you know, the midnight snacking and stuff, I had a patient, she kept breaking brackets off. Come to find out, long story short, uh, she was taking a sleep aid, sleeping pills, and in the middle of the night, she would take a, a knife, she'd go to walk up, sleepwalk, and take a tool of some sort and break the brackets a toe off. Knife? Was it a toe and, uh, knife? It might have been a toe knife.
0: You know, I've only taken Ambien when I go, let's say, overseas. Uh-huh. I'm going to tell you two things about Ambien, and I know this is part of their disclaimer. But the first is, I wake up with a wicked metallic taste in my tongue and my oh, throat. Oh, interesting. Okay, okay, I didn't know that. Okay, really. And number two, I have the most scary nightmares. Wow. Whenever I take those things, I yeah. do. I have like yeah. these delusions. They're scary. They really are scary. I almost gotten to the point where I won't take them anymore. I'll just pop two Benadryls on a flight over to London or something like that. I like
2: benzos. Yeah, I'm a big fan of triazlam. Benzos. Just,
0: yeah, I like, I like,
1: I like Benzo-Di-Z-P. Valium is my, my go to. I I am not, not a fan.
0: After, you're not groggy after that though?
1: No, like it, but it, I mean, I can't. I don't take like five or ten milligrams. I'll take like a quarter of one or a half of one. And yeah. man, it's so it's just yummy. I just compared to opiates, I do not like the way opiates make me feel. But benzos, oh, no, I all. enjoy the hell out of some benzos.
0: Okay. Well, I, 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 won't, I won't yeah. do any, uh, I don't do any, I can't handle narcotics. I really can't. My body, it does no, not no. do well at all. I mean, I get white, sweaty, clammy. Would, did you
1: have your, did you have your thirds yeah. taken out? Like when you're a teenager, when you're in college or what?
0: I had my thirds taken out in dental school. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I had a couple friends that were, uh, that were oral surgery residents. And, um, I went on a Friday afternoon cause they had just, I had, I had a wicked case pericornitis on one side and I said, you know, I can't take this shit anymore. So I went in on a Friday afternoon and, um, man, I was gone. Just garbanzo beans. And, um, I mean, I was back in school on Monday, but oh my God, I forgot what I was taking and I just didn't feel good. Of course, I felt like I swallowed a gallon of blood (sighs) as well.
1: No, Um,
0: you know, on the,
3: you Rod
1: Rod Stewart did that. D- that Oh, blood. I sure
0: did. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that blood. It was bad. It was really bad. No, I've taken, I've taken benzos too. I mean, I've got, look, I, I got to tell you a quick story about drugs and every dentist that they should have. I went and did a round table. It's got Josh, it's got to be 15, 16 years ago. It was for Dentsply Caulk out at the Coronado uh, Resort. Nice. And I had sciatica. Mm. My I had I case of sciatica, and Ooh. I couldn't get out of the bed. I mean, I seriously, I couldn't get out of the bed. So my friend Mitch Condit. I don't know if you guys know Mitch. You know Mitch? He's in, I know. Uh, I know Gary I'm,
2: Condit. I know of him.
0: Okay. Well, Mitch Condit. <laughs> Gary, wait a minute. Gary Condit. Isn't he the? I think he the, ran for president or something, right? Oh,
2: this. It's well, not a good joke
1: if we have to all look up and see who Gary okay, Condit. Oh,
3: okay.
0: <laughs> And Mitch I, Mitch <laughs> called me on my cell or whatever. He goes, where the hell are you? I said, dude, I'm in bed. I can't get out of bed. So he got one of the, uh, the women to let me let him into the room. He kind of helped me up on my bed. And he, had, he goes, I got something for you. And he gave me some, I forgot what it was. He goes, you don't have pain meds? And I go, no. He goes, hey, here's the line. He who has access to pain meds should never yeah. travel without them. And that was the end of it. And then now I've got I'm a walking pharmacy. You should see the shit I got in my bag. Just oh, in
1: case something goes wrong,
0: it's a thing. I've got everything in there. I've got a Medrol dose pack. I've, I mean, you name it, a Z pack. Nice. I've got four different type of benzos. I've got three different, four different types of narcotic, uh, you know, uh, Tylenol 3. I've got two. two. I, it's wow. unbelievable. So if anybody's ever sick when they're with me, I got you covered. You got it. Well, I'm Dr. Field. Nice. I'm nice. Right?
2: It, love it. It's. Kind of like I learned, learned that lesson. Back when I was doing that scuba thing, I was also, I bought a quad and I was riding sand dunes and stuff. And the first day of a three-day weekend, I I crashed and come to find I broke like three ribs and stuff. And so I luckily did have a bunch of narcotics to, to try to make nice. it through the did, weekend. Right? And you did. So, and, and I did.
1: did. Gary Condit was a senator who was involved in the disappearance of Chandra, up, Levy. Chandra Levy, it was yeah, good that's truth. that's right. That's where Gary Condit is from, and I don't think he did it. I'm pretty sure he didn't do it. I think she just worked for him, or maybe they were having an affair. Yeah. So I don't remember the whole deal.
3: Anyway, okay. yeah, anyway, so, so so
1: this person just needs to brush their teeth better, maybe get a new retainer because yeah. their retainer could be gross, and brush their tongue, and hopefully learn how to not gag a little bit, unlike me. There we go. There go. All right, on to question two. Reddit user Wasabi Bro, which I. I That might be my favorite Reddit username that we've (laughs) had this entire Wasabi Bro. That's a a
0: great name. That's a great Great username.
1: Malpractice during crown prep? Long story short, I went to a shady dentist to replace a lot of fillings and a crown on a molar. I was unhappy with his work and did not go back to get my permanent crown because I was afraid he would get the margins wrong since he took the impression of the tooth before the root canal and refused to take another impression afterward. I spent two months visiting several other dentists to check his poor work, and get second opinions. I finally found a dentist I trust to put in a permanent crown for the root canal tooth. And he said the shady dentist did a poor job of shaping the tooth and nicked the neighboring teeth when grounding down the tooth for the crown. The shady dentist never mentioned nicking the tooth, but you can see the difference before and after on the x-ray. Is it malpractice to nick a tooth and not tell the patient or try to fix it? Is it malpractice? (laughs) That's no. the first, that's the question. No. no. Okay. Okay, good. No. I'm, I'm, no. So that's the first thing that I thought when I, it's, it's, it's a shitty move, right? If if you gouge it, yeah. I think it's your responsibility to fix it.
2: I'd love to see an x-ray because what are we talking? About? Are we talking a literal nick? Like it's barely perceptible or yeah, is, is it like a gouged out? Or is and, there
1: like a, like a gouge into the dentin? I think that's sort of the difference because well, uh-huh. we've all done both of them, right? I mean.
2: Yeah. Are you, yes. I'll First, I raise the hand. Yeah. It should happens and it just happens. I
0: think, you know, is it malpractice though? No, it's not malpractice. Everybody's done it. If
1: that's the case, everybody's done malpractice.
0: Right. It's not malpractice. It's just that it's an unfortunate event. It's, uh, what are the worst teeth for you guys to prep from this standpoint? From, from
1: a danger of nicking the adjacent tooth standpoint.
2: First molar. That's what I think.
1: I think that distal contact on a maxillary first molar, that contact sometimes can be like two millimeter subgingival. I hate yeah. that. the the other one I hate are lower anteriors, but rarely are you ever prepping one of those. That's the that's nice thing right. about those.
0: Mm-hmm. That's a good point. Uh, you know, I I think well, I think personally for me, anything can be difficult if the patient can't freaking open uh, like that's full and of, that's
1: the case. That's you can yeah. never throw shade on somebody until you know you know you can see somebody on X-ray and be like, God, that prep looks horrible, and then like, yeah, we can totally do better than that. And then you numb the patient up or, and they open. 22 millimeters or whatever you know and you're like fuck
2: mm-hmm.
1: you know like no wonder then you see exactly why that prep is rough because it's
2: yeah in, in 10 minutes you go from thinking this guy was a total piece of shit dentist to all of a sudden you're Man, this yes. guy's my goddamn hero I, how, how did you he get you this ever, far
1: do you guys ever have like when you're filling out a lab script do you ever have the need to sort of justify yourself to the lab Like you guys have no idea how Uh hard this was. This is the best I could do. (laughs) I promise. We've all written that
0: too. This is the DBIC. The best I could. Listen, Uh, you know, all you got to all done this as well. You go to your local lab and you walk walk along the row and pull the case pans to see all of the local (laughs) dentists that you are, you know, practicing with, and you pull the case pans, and then you wonder to yourself, Uh "Holy shit, am I better or worse than this garbage?" Right?
3: Yeah. I mean, that's, and then you look <laughs> right, at it and you say, right.
0: well, okay, this is horrible. This is horrible. This one is, you know, an abortion. This one, the person didn't open. I mean, it can be anything, but we've all been there. We all live it every <laughs> single day. It's just that when you see it consistently from the same office, that's when,
1: yeah, you know, when it's, off, right? when it's a so, recurrent
0: problem. it's a recurrent problem. So let's say that,
1: that this was, let's say they're prepping number 30, whatever, and number 29 has a little flattening on the contact, right? Like we've seen that before where the tooth is oh. just a little mm-hmm. flat at the contact. Sure. Would you guys necessarily restore that? No, no. You polish it, You kind of polish it out. Polish you take it. a finishing burr whatever, you right? You polish. Right. Finishing burr? Yeah. It's called right. a it's
0: You're basically. You're, you're right. idealizing you're the contact. In fact, you're creating instead of a point contact, you're creating more of a broad air, contact. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. And that, it, doesn't that sound so much better? Perfect. It sounds. I'm, I'm
1: making you better yeah. is what I'm doing. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> if, if you guys let's say you gouge it and it go and you can see it and it's into the denton or whatever you
0: gotta put some, put some composite. yeah you just put some long composite long there yeah how long it's, does it take uh, to add some yeah. you know self-etching composite and put 30 seconds in there yeah. 30 seconds to smooth it back off come on
1: yeah and it's not going to be an occlusion yeah you know it's it, it, it's it's that's an easy thing to do for somebody the
0: same thing as okay okay let's say you're prepping nineteen. You, you know, let's say there's a big MOD amalgam mm-hmm. in it, maybe a cusp is broken. You remove the amalgam out, you prep the tooth, and all of a sudden, on the distal of 20 or the mesial 18, you see a white hypocalcification spot yeah. that you know is decay. It's the same thing as going uh-huh. in there with a round burr. You've got access and visibility and doing the same thing, right? Right.
1: I agree.
3: It's the same right.
1: thing. I agree. Now, I'm reading this question, in and, and yeah. at first I thought, man, this patient kind of got screwed over, but the more I read the question, the more I think he's a pain in the ass, right? <laughs> no.
2: The, the, this patient scares the hell out of me. I hate this person. They, they didn't trust him and refused yeah, and, to return for the and, crown seat. And told him b- to take because, another impression
1: after the root canal. Have you ever had a patient tell you to take another yeah. impression?
2: Never. I've not. No. Hell no. Well, and then the other thing is, I think it's awesome efficiency for this guy to have taken the impression before the root canal. I've done that a yeah, few, it, few times and it works I mean, great.
1: We were taught in dental school, the first thing you do is to get rid of the decay. Do a pulpectomy or a pulbotomy, uh-huh. whatever you want to call it. You know, and then do yep. a buildup with glass ionomer. And as long as, as you don't have any of that glass ionomer on a margin, that's kind of, de- you know, you're, you're going to just, you're kind of good there. You can go ahead and take your impression, finish the root canal, and then do like Relax Unisim or something like that. Put a post in and b- uh-huh. basically place the buildup in the post when you deliver the crown. That that is a, that's a thing that works in yeah. situations where you're, you're needing to eliminate steps to make things go a little bit faster, patient going out of town or whatever. right? That seems reasonable to me. And if I had a patient questioning me on that and telling me to take another impression, I don't think I'd be really thrilled.
2: No, no. I I mean, what qualifies this patient to to, dessert, to determine whether the sequence, You all, oh, you should have taken the impression after the... Re- really? Right. Well, How many a, years I mean, of dental school did you go to? Line,
0: I always say to them, you know, I went to medical... When they say something like that to me, And it's always some sort of, me and Ramsey call it the mindless, nervous chatter. And when somebody makes something, a stupid comment like that, I I always just stop and I go, you know, I went to MUSC (laughs) in Charleston, South Carolina. What dental school did you go to again? And they have that look on their face of, holy shit, (laughs) I must have said something that really just pissed him off. I wish I had the
1: balls to say that. I I just, listen after
0: 25 years, Josh, (laughs) I have, I have no compunction whatsoever to say things that I want to say now.
1: I, I love it. I hope one day I get nice. there because right now you I'm will. still too oh, big will. of a periodontist. Oh, you'll get
0: there. You'll get there. Believe me, you'll get there. <laughs>
1: the, the other line in this I like is, then I spent two months visiting other dentists to check his poor work and get second opinions.
0: scream wacko to you. How much time do you have? You. Wow. You, yeah. You're
1: spending two months getting second opinions. Why didn't you do five minutes of Google or Yelp research?
0: Oh, there we
1: go. Before the first uh-huh. guy in the shady dentist, like, why did you go to a shady dentist to begin with? Why didn't you
0: why. put five why minutes do do of way? research? Well, why did he go?
1: PPO or HMO, one or two it, dental insurance.
0: Cheapest. It was the cheapest, right. and lowest common denominator. And now right. we're supposed to feel bad for these people.
1: The race right. to the bottom.
2: Right, race to the bottom. And, and honestly, the, with the t- probably took two months because they probably went to some
0: pretty reputable Correct. people who all refused yeah. to see them.
2: They may have been able to see the red flags and said,
1: "Yeah, heard well, the line, I'm, I'm not you ever touching it." line? You.
0: It's not what they tell you; it's what they don't tell you. Yeah, uh,
1: yeah. I mean, it's it's no. true. But the the problem is, is that it takes some pointed questions to try to get to that point where you can extract some of that information or make those assumptions mm-hmm. based on the things they've told sure. you. Uh, mm-hmm. Rob, you you guys have some some pretty high powered dentists in your area, right? Some guys who are respectable. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm going to use my word. I'm going to choose my words and use okay. my words carefully. Are there a couple of good restorative dentists? Are we talking restorative dentists or special? Yeah. Yeah.
1: Good restorative dentists that are say in a 10 or 15 mile radius of you. Yes. Okay.
0: Yeah,
1: I do. Yep. So like I've got Robbins and Schroeder amongst a few others who are, yeah, who are pretty is,
0: good. Yeah. That's, uh, that's because, okay. Now we, we live in a little bit of a different world because, yeah, you know, obviously I know these guys very well, like you do, um, and they're not just respectable guys; they're good people. Yeah. Okay. Now I'm going to say this: I have some respectable, good dentists that are not good people. Okay. Fair, so
1: fair enough. Difference. I get that. Yeah. There is a total <laughs> difference.
0: And, and I'm going to I'm going to leave it at that.
1: So if I have a patient who during my interview or whatever says something along the lines, it it comes up or it comes out in conversation that they've seen Schroeder and and or Robbins before, I'm immediately on guard because I'm just like, what? There's nothing that I'm going to do that's better than what they can do, right? And and I know, other than being probably cheaper, that's it. That's the only thing. And so I'm immediately on guard of that. Rob, do you, or Lance, do you have any, I mean, I'm guessing if somebody says like, yeah, I used to see... Coys yeah. and i used to see kinzer and i used to see spear and now i'm with you like right it, I, I don't know if that ever comes up based on this suburb where you are but
2: no it's, it's it i got some great guys near me and if they say their name before then i just say look we're we have similar philosophy similar training uh i'm probably going to agree with whatever they had said so uh you know I usually do preface it well, that I uh, I'm probably, probably going to be on their side.
0: Thing. If that happens, I'm exactly like you two guys. Yeah. But yeah. I do tell them, and I can say this about my areas. We have the same philosophy. The fees are going to be within 10% of each other. The major difference you're going to have at our office versus theirs is personality. Yeah, that's true. That's and true. That's right? really, and it really yeah. does come down to personality.
1: Yeah. I, I don't know any of the other guys around you. And I feel like that's probably a, I don't want to say that's a, that's a tell or whatever, but you know, I, I feel like you guys are probably, you know, one of the penultimate experiences in Jupiter, Florida, right? Well,
0: and well, remember we and by we design. Have, I have, well, <laughs> I could I can go one or two directions here. I'll I'll take today. I'll take the high road, even though there's nobody up there. Um, I'll say that in Ju- we have two towns right next to each other. There's a border that's like a, an invisible border. Jupiter, Palm Beach Gardens. And in Jupiter, we have the largest practice and there are some good dentists in Jupiter and there are some good dentists in Palm Beach Gardens. The real difference becomes, and I really mean this, it truly is personality driven. Because if you said to me, okay, Ritter, look, it would kill you, but name, uh, I want you to you know, take this person and for a second, third, fourth opinion, send them to two or three other offices, I would, and I would tell them the philosophy and what you're going to get is very similar. What you're going to get that's different is personality, uh-huh. and that's really what it comes down to. And you got to ask yourself, what do you want? Because me and Ramsey, we have a reputation for telling it like it is. Look, Ramsey's wife doesn't like the way we speak to some patients. I can tell you right now. I'll tell you. Karina would tell you. I don't like the way Chris and <laughs> Rob talk to the patients. But what Karina has to understand, and I've told this to her before, and it's funny, we're, we're getting off a completely different subject, is that – when we send a patient over to the periodontist, the orthodontist, the, the oral surgeon, you guys do this too. You pre-frame the patient, right? And then Absolutely. they they know what they have to have done, why they have to have done. I don't quote them a fee, but the significance of it, what could happen. Yeah, we've put in, in all the
1: sweat it. on that, and we're not going to get any piece of it. That's that's that, like that, what you're talking that, about earlier. That,
0: totally. And then when they go there, they're going to see a specialist. So they are not as aggressive with the specialists because they know at the end of the day, they're the end of the line. They're the ones that are going to make it happen. The patients don't talk to me and Ramsey that way. So me and Ramsey have to go right to the heart of the matter and we cut off a lot of bullshit and we're very, you know, I'm a big proponent of taking responsibility for yourself. Like I'm not going to get down on one knee. There's a dentist in town that gets down on one knee, literally holds your hand. I'm not that guy.
1: Yeah. I'm yeah, if you need good. that, go see him.
0: Right, you need that, go see him. So we have to be a little bit more um, uh, direct with people. And I'll tell you, there are some people that don't like that. And that's okay. My line is, I can't heal all of Palm Beach Gardens Jupiter. I'm not about to try. Go see somebody else. Yeah, you, that can, yeah, that. you
1: can't be everybody's dentist. Mm-hmm.
0: You, that's right. And the, that's the quickest thing you got to learn as right. a new practitioner. No matter how hard you try, no matter wh- how great you do, you can't be everybody's dentist. You can't.
1: That's a good lesson. That's a good lesson. Yeah. I want to spend just real quick and just look at Wasabi Bros' other uh, posts and see if he's got anything good.
0: It's such a um, great name, though. It's I a hate great name. It. It's a great name, right?
1: Um, he, he, he asked in <laughs> uh, the subreddit of Ask a Vet, Dog pooped out a string but retracted it back.
3: (laughs) Oh, God, that's so good. Oh, how about this?
1: Here's an advice. My dad, 67, won't wash his hands after using the bathroom, even after pooping. I don't know if he's becoming senile, but over the past years, I've caught him not washing his hands after pooping when we went on vacation and also when I came home for the holidays. How do you know he's pooping? God, I. Are you in well, there with when he him? Comes out of
0: the bathroom and there's a reek in there. You know, he's I guess so. But
1: yeah, that's... he's the guy's 67. Like okay. wait. I I guess people oh. do go senile at 67, but that seems a little young.
0: That's that, that is young.
1: He's yeah. Oh, here's a good one. I think so. Uh can I get a car wash for a 2018 Camry or will it scratch the paint? No, okay. I'm pretty sure you can wash your 2018 Camry. Oh.
3: Jesus. <laughs>
1: I like, I mean, I like wasabi bro, but it, it does seem, Lance, we both know a dentist who tends to like yeah. ask every question they can possibly think of that comes into their mind, right? Without even thinking about it. They just like uh-huh. immediately ask the question and don't spend any kind of time thinking if maybe that's a good question to ask. Um, this person is, has that, has right. that, uh, I'm just going to say Stephanie syndrome is what I'm going to call it. Um, wow. Okay. Um, cool wasabi bro um probably good guy based on his username but but maybe needs to think of some things is that
0: is that stephanie reference reference to somebody
1: it yeah we'll talk about it offline i don't want to
0: put i don't (laughs) want (laughs) to put somebody
1: on crazy blast but yeah okay
0: okay. we'll talk offline
1: okay (laughs) question three uh marcus mystery (laughs) another kiss mystery asks was my dentist unprofessional I went yeah. to a new dentist recently for a checkup. I was only having an occasional mild discomfort in one of my molars. I've been to the dentist many times before and familiar with the routine. As I was laying there, he began doing something unfamiliar, something I hadn't experienced before. I didn't say anything. New dentist, new routine, right? After a few minutes, I began to be really suspicious. He was filing at my tooth. After I got free from his hands and I asked him what he was doing. He said, doing a root canal. He'd already done too much to stop. Now my tooth is wide open and all. I was pretty pissed off. I feel like he should have told me his plans. I came in for a checkup and maybe a filling, and now I'm sitting here with an enormous dental bill I can't afford. I'm pretty sour about this, and I feel my dentist violated my trust. My question is, is this standard procedure? You see a problem with the tooth and you fix it. I've never had any major repairs done, so I'm not sure how it's supposed to go, but I feel as though I should have consented to a large Costly repair like that. At first, the first part of this question, I thought it was going to turn into like a penthouse forum sort of yeah, deal.
0: Right? it was going that way. It was, it was <laughs> I thought we
1: right. were headed that way. We didn't get there. <laughs> yeah, that's where. <laughs> what do you think, Rob? Do you think this this was a bad business by this dentist?
0: Again, it goes back to what we said, right? I mean, uh...
1: I, I think this is bullshit. I, if you're going to do something like like that, like an endo or whatever. I, I, I'm collecting money before I even put a bird of the tooth. Right? That's the way we do it. So I'm coming in. I'm having my front desk come in and yeah, whatnot.
0: absolutely. No, that, that, I don't. Doesn't everybody these days have some sort of uh, informed consent financial some FA financial arrangements? Yeah, absolutely.
2: See, that's why I'm I'm thinking this may be like a, a one of those subsized clinics or something because who if in their right mind is going to do it, a big right? procedure without making sure this person can pay for it?
3: Well, yeah well here so, so if, unless it's an HMO,
0: hmo or, or I, I don't know. desperate for work
1: i've never been that desperate that i want to do free endo yeah <laughs>
3: no
1: i got a, an invoice in the mail last week yeah. from a dental company out i forget who they were out of somewhere in california and they actually were a canadian company but their p.o box is in california and their shtick is that they send you some cement some temporary mm. cement with no invoice or whatever, and you just think it's a sample and oh, then like that a month to later. Me last
0: year. That yeah, they complete. send then they send you a sure.
1: bill. And I guess what yeah. happens is enough yep. dentists just don't think about it and just write a uh-huh. check that it makes that a profitable
0: Yes, that happened to me last year. I called it uh-huh. up and said, I didn't order this. What a bunch of shit that is, huh? That's it was so shady. I was so pissed off at them. Yeah. That's what they
1: yeah, said. Apparently yeah, I called them and the, they said, oh you yeah, really have sorry, if uh, so, you don't want it, you don't have to pay us." I, I couldn't even find it. I, I don't even think we used it. I think we trashed it. And, and the bill was like for 200 bucks. But I, I'm guessing yeah. that there's some dentists that just don't even think about it. They just cut a check.
2: I, I, think, I think you're right. I think the, the other scam is very similar oh, is when you get a, right. a, a bill for like a Yellow Pages ad. But if you read the fine print down at the bottom corner, it's not a bill. And they just but cut a check. I, I think it's a, the, just like see it has to be dental office wife
1: or whatever who does the checkbook or whatever and doesn't even check. Right. So maybe that's the tactic here. Yep. <laughs> it's just to do all the dentistry, yep. and if you get like one out of four that just refuse to pay or whatever, <laughs> like why, whatever. That's the <laughs> deal.
0: My daughter has a line. <laughs> yeah. and you don't get upset.
1: <laughs> you know what? When you're a teenager, that's a hell yeah. of a good philosophy. Exactly right. life, actually, is it? it? It really that is. Time. Until you go off to college and start uh, paying for your own shit, that's yeah. exactly what what that's what her, your her, philosophy what you should be. About
0: pay for her own shit. You don't think she's leaving with a gas plant? They yeah, a true. credit card they do it you become a credit card swipe what are you did talking You
1: guys about? have that i didn't have that my, my parents did not give me a yeah. credit Hold card
0: on. Like, we, I, I didn't say i had, had, had that yeah. but as but first of all no. as a child of 2018 and being an <laughs> only child and being a daughter you don't think that you're getting a, yeah. a, a credit you know card you that want. she swipes uh-huh. come on come on
1: i think i think this dennis was super i i, I just don't think this yeah. is is how you do business and especially like with something like an endo if it's a sealant or something like that it's a bad idea whatever you know but this is yeah And there's no mention of
0: anesthesia anywhere which is crazy to me it's all wrong something's it's all wrong something's off somebody's
1: misremembering something i would think
0: Remember what I tell yeah, you? Yeah, we're missing it's some of the what story. What they tell you because, I mean, they don't tell you.
1: Right. Let's see here right. if we can find yeah. some stuff about Marcus Mystery to maybe give us some ideas. Yeah, now
0: that, that screams porno, doesn't it? <laughs> that name, Marcus uh, Mystery. Come <laughs> on, that sounds like browsers, doesn't it?
1: So he did do a, a, a post in a um, subreddit called FTM, which I don't know what it is. Oh, Actually, FTM. I...
0: Like don't
1: you know what FTM is? Oh, no. Trans men, trans mas- and other people assigned female at birth who are trans. Um, so this, whatever, is a rant about cis gay men and their transphobia. Um, so I'm going to stay away from that uh, and making any jokes about that. Lots okay. of posts nope. in that F- FTM. <laughs> Lots of stuff in gaming, good which idea. Is, doesn't surprise me. Yeah. Um that maybe they misremember things when their brain has okay. been fried, their dopamine receptors have been fried by video games. Uh-huh. I don't think you're not a big gamer, are you, Lance?
2: Not really. I mean, I've I've played and I've had my moments. I have an Xbox, but we use it mostly for Netflix. My
1: yeah. Moment. What about you, Rob? I I don't I don't picture you as spending eighteen hours playing Fortnite. Oh
0: God. You know, the last time I used my 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 uh, <laughs> Sony PS3. I think I played Uncharted. Is that what the name of the game? Is it Uncharted?
1: I don't. know. I've never heard of that. Sure.
0: That's uh, got to be. I don't know. Eight years ago, since I picked up a video game. You know, I was a video yeah. when I was a kid throwing yeah. computers in the machines, but that's yeah.
1: a different thing than I think what is well, now, where it's even kids spending twenty four straight hours playing Fortnite even, online or whatever.
2: See, my wife made the mistake years ago of buying me a Sega Genesis, thinking, you know, there, there'll be times she needs to blow off some steam, play the game here and there. She doesn't realize that when you you play the game till you complete it. So, so you might play eight hours straight and 15 hours straight and, you know, maybe do a LAN party and, and get guys over. I mean, so when I realized that it was causing a lot of problems, and this was like 20 years ago, I, I just put it in the corner and I, it's all thing. dusty you know, now.
0: It's just, the time I is, just time for is that. the issue these days with everything we do, right? Travel, family... Uh, dentistry, friends, family. I mean, the time, I just feel like uh, you have to make good decisions these days because I just don't have the kind of time to sit there. I will eventually one day, but right now I don't have it.
2: Yeah.
1: So some of the other comments on this one post was, uh, this one must be from a dentist. One's JMU is their name. I hate when I accidentally start doing a root canal on my patients. (laughs) I find that very funny. Uh, (laughs) Kalik123 must be a dentist as well. They say, I call that a dental rape, which I feel like sort of marginalizes the term rape. Like, Mm -hmm. uh," like, I feel like that term carries a lifetime of mental issues and anxiety and problems. And this is like, all right, well, you got a root canal and they didn't ask you if you were cool paying for it before you had it done. I wouldn't compare that to rape, but that's just me. Uh, is it? Uh, he does say that yeah. he yeah does that he did get anesthesia. Uh, he comes later on. He says my dentist skipped a lot of the steps. Um, How would he
0: know? How would he know?
1: That? Yeah. How would he
0: uh,
3: know? The, right. the steps are exactly. diagnosis,
1: discussion of treatment options, and whatnot. So he's basically saying that he he forgot to, that he skipped those steps. That he gave him okay. anesthesia. And he just assumed that he needed to drill down some plaque to do a filling. And so, part, I I don't want to say part of this is kind of on him. I don't, I (laughs) I hate, I even hate saying that because this is sort of victim blaming a little bit. And I don't want to, I don't want that kind of of feeling. But someone anesthetizes you and starts doing a procedure and you haven't asked yet. Like, you shouldn't have to, but also. I feel like most reasonable people would have said, Whoa, 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 hold up. What are we doing? Like, can you just give me a real quick, like, what are we going to do? Like, I don't mean to be a pain in the ass, but tell me what's what's happening or whatever. I, it, like, if I went to a urologist with some problem and he just immediately, like, anesthetized my scrotum and started doing something to it, I'd stop and say, like, Hey, can you kind of give me an idea of what's happening here?
2: Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it's just bad form to, uh, I mean, you you talked about you know risks and alternatives and you, Mrs Jones you got the decay is really really deep but it might go endo you should at least have had the the possibility there if it was just a, a routine barely into the dentin type of a filling yeah. and you're going endo then yeah there might have been a mistake but before you get the files out you might want to set them up and say this
1: is interesting funky hey, Homo what, sapien asks or says I don't know but it seems to me like he thought you were another patient and messed up. That couldn't be. You keep, no one would get that confused, right? Oh, no. That
0: that seems crazy. Wow. No. Okay. That, there's <laughs> a lot of conspiracy there. I mean, Yeah,
1: that you how many how many operatories would you have to have going yeah. to confuse like which what was if, going on and what? Right.
0: This is this is too much. This is
1: your typical shit show of a dental Reddit <laughs> post.
0: Reddit, right there. Reddit, yeah. <laughs> um
2: Yeah. Yeah. I mean the, the the supplies alone are different for those procedures. So Apparently he's in be Iceland, composite, which not I find files. interesting.
1: I, I went to oh, Iceland last year okay. and was there for six days. Uh, headquartered in Reykjavik, but sort of doing excursions outside of Reykjavik to other places. Never in the entire six days did I see a okay. dental office anywhere. Which is, that is right? yeah, never once did I hmm. see a dental office.
2: Well, it, it's possible. It's possible, like in France, they're not allowed to really advertise. So you you only have the little brass plaque on the on the door itself. You wouldn't even know unless you were right. w- walking by and knew the the word. You know, uh, then you're so here is um, Diamond Western Burr France.
1: in the Rough, who is tagged as a general dentist on here, says, "Yeah, I won't even place fluoride without letting my patients know what I'm doing. Informed consent is crucial in the dental world today. This is definitely unprofessional. Hey, I agree I, with that." I,
0: I, 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 no, I wouldn't say unfortunate. It's the reality we live it's, in. Yeah,
1: it is what it is. It is yeah. what it is. I just, yeah. man, like to be that deep into it before you're asking any questions is kind of strange. I, I don't feel like I have patients who are that submissive, I <laughs> yeah. guess, but maybe that's, a, maybe that's a regional thing. Maybe that's a yeah. country thing. Hmm. I wonder if his dentist that is the, 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 the soccer coach. Isn't that in Iceland?
3: <laughs> oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. the
1: case. That guy doesn't need consent <laughs> for anything. He's like a national hero, right? <laughs> he can do whatever he, <laughs> he wants. He really is. <laughs> uh, there were also people saying that he was, uh, during the World Cup, I don't know if you guys got tagged in all those posts about about him uh, on Facebook. It's similar to the deal. Have you guys been getting uh-huh. tagged in the stupid Dennis that dances post now? I want to strangle that guy. Yeah. Whoever you are, I don't Shit. know who you are. Yeah. I'm gonna I
0: just f- got that. I just God. got it. My, my friend yeah. said it to me.
1: You should and- do this. No, I'm not dancing in my office. I'm not a I'm not no, going to the R word. In my this and is then, not happening.
0: No. And then, yeah. uh, you know, he said to me, God, you see how much interaction play he's got on social? And I said, Yeah, he, no question. Uh, 35
1: million yeah. views from a bunch of people who don't live anywhere near him and will never go to his office.
0: Yeah. And awesome. Really, are you going to go see that guy because he's dancing right. around in his office?
1: So bad. I Yeah. <sighs> I. Well, I
0: mean,
1: i don't know yeah i'd love to see yeah. his dms right now though wouldn't you just to know like because because everything i see on there is how good looking he is uh. yes <laughs> and i would just love to know like what kind of selfies are, are sliding into those to, to his dms right about now i have a, I have a good friend named right. don who yeah. who happens to be gay and he's a patient of mine and he said something like that and he said i'm going to start going to this guy and i'm like like what do you expect is going to happen you think he's gonna you're gonna come in after your cleaning and he's gonna dance around and you're gonna start like going down on him in the opera. Hey, what, what's the, <laughs> it, what's the play here? What's the end game with this? What, how, how is this happening? What it, it's the same thing. I think when, whenever I see, um, you know, you'll see like a female dentist, like Amanda, right? Like I'm sure Amanda has male patients that go to her cause she's attractive. They don't know she's a superstar uh-huh. dentist, right? Rob.
0: Um, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and
1: it's like I'm sure in their head that I got to be a little more yeah, you have to be careful don't worry uh, she doesn't listen to the show I can guarantee <laughs> um you have you to think me. like at some point the 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 male patient has some thought in his head like, oh, like maybe it'll be four o'clock in the afternoon and we're be going home and then we start making out or whatever it's like there's no chance there's not there's not a chance in in a one in a billion that that ever happens right never. I don't have that problem, fortunately. I don't have anybody coming to me because of that, which is totally fine with oh, me. I do. Uh, I've
0: got eighty-year-old women who come to see oh, me. Oh, and they love. I bet they
1: just do. They bring you like baked goods and things. You know,
0: I got to tell you, a true story happened. Um, no baked goods. Are you kidding me? They go to the bakery. They don't <laughs> bake anything themselves here. I'd You're be fine me. with that. I'd be totally fine with no, that. No, no, actually, you know, we have some great patients. We all do. That bring us stuff. My my favorite thing to bring me is, although I don't ever eat it. But When they bring it, I will have one. Is it's called Jupiter Donuts? It's the best freaking yes. donuts. Um, no, I had this eighty-year-old woman, and look, she was in great shape for eighty years old. Or maybe <laughs> not eighty, maybe seventy-six. I don't know. She was okay. close to it, eighty-ish. Eighty-ish. She was seventy-five and eighty, and she said it to me like one time. She said, "Oh, you're so good looking." I said, "Oh, you know, great, thanks, stop." And then she said it like again. And she said it again. Yeah, the,
1: now she it's uncomfortable. It
0: again. Yeah. And I look at my assistant. I go, foul. And my foul's like making a face like, God, I mean, this is too much. And so I walked out of the room just to like get away from it. And if foul comes again. She goes, she's going on in there about you. I go, I'm very uncomfortable with this shit. I don't want to hear that. Yeah. You know, it's just, it's very uncomfortable to me. I don't, I, <laughs> I, it's funny because at that moment, I, now I know what it feels like to be an attractive woman. Right? Getting right. hit on by an older man. It's yeah. Maybe it was a creep show. So I just got her out of the room as quickly as I could. It, I said, unless
1: that woman was worth like $24 million and then bring it on. I am so no,
0: down. No, at that moment, I didn't give a shit if she <laughs> was related to Jeff Bezos. Get out of the <laughs> Operator. <laughs>
1: Oh, that is funny. That is really good. It's very, very funny. So Lance, I have a a new feature here that I want to do. And and I, I talked to Lance a little bit about it before we started. So okay. we talk about Reddit a lot. We get a lot of gold off of Reddit. And so just flipping through Reddit, there's a ton of really funny subreddits. And so uh, we're going to start, Lance and I are going to start alternating week to week. We're going to pick a subreddit that we find funny and explain it and, and have people go look at it. So the first one that I found was a subreddit called Watch People Die Inside. So you can find this subreddit. Uh, you just go to Google and search that. You'll find this subreddit. And this this is they're generally videos. And it's some situation that happens and someone makes a face where you can just tell they're dying inside. So a great one here is these two teenagers kind of dancing. And the boy tries to kiss the girl. And she literally recoils in horror and runs away. And the look that the kid, then the camera goes back to the boy and he's literally dying inside. And that's the the point of the subreddit. It's just video after video of that kind of situation. And they are all amazing. So go check out. And actually, if you scroll down a little ways that I think, Kind of the definition for this subreddit would be Melania Trump uh, just standing next to Donald and she just looks dead inside. Um, This is such a good subreddit. So this is going to be a new weekly feature here. We're going to each tag back and forth talking about uh, subreddits that we that we find funny. Um, so that's gonna kind of about do it for tonight. Uh, share oh, with no, your friends. No. Yeah, we're done, no, but we got, no. we got, we need one more piece of information from you in just a second. So I'm going to go through our, our All typical right. sign out thing. And then, and then, I
0: uh, we we're going to throw a few people under the bus. Uh, I thought about
1: it and I, uh, I'll tell you off the air. I'll tell you off the air. Okay. I'll tell you off the air. So oh. share with your friends. I'm sure you have some depraved friends who, uh, who would enjoy the show. Um, let them, let them know about it. I forgot to go through this stuff at the live show, Lance. So I felt bad and I was going to maybe go back and, and record something for you to tag on, but I think it works uh-huh. just fine without this. So, uh, go rate and review us. Review us on iTunes is the best, but wherever you listen to the show, if that's um, Stitcher or Podbean if you're flicking through the podbean, uh, flick up five stars. That's that's how we that's how we do it. Hit us up on the web, www.workinginterferences.com uh, you can hit us up on all the social bullshits. Um, bullshits. Working Interferences with Josh and Lance on Facebook, at Winterferences on Twitter, at Winterferences on Instagram. You can find me on Instagram at uh Joshua Austin DDS. Lance is on Instagram at DR Timmerman DMD. Rob, uh, give a quick plug. What's your Instagram at?
0: Dr. Rob Ritter.
1: Nice. And uh, do you
0: Twitter or no? I don't tweet. Um, yeah, I do tweet attached to Facebook. I got to be honest with you. I'm hardly using Facebook anymore Yeah. I'm on Insta more yeah. than anything else these Instagram's, days.
1: Instagram's where it's at. That's where yeah, it's Instagram's
0: at. Instagram's where it's at. That's right.
1: So- Hit us up on all the social bullshits now, Rob. At the end of the show, we always uh, we always have a song, and Lance and I alternate. And when a guest is is on, they have their uh, we we give them the 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 opportunity to pick their song that we're going to end the show with. So we oftentimes tell people, hey, this could be your favorite song ever. It could be your sort of hot jam right now. It could be the last song that you bought on iTunes or downloaded off Spotify or wherever. Uh, so it's it's whatever you want to do. Just something that's that's either your all-time favorite or something you're loving right now. Last the last time. We did. We What was our last last week song? Uh, uh, this last dance with Mary Jane. Since we were in Indiana,
0: great song. And that was great. Great song.
1: Right. Really great. great. Uh, recently, I just got super horny for Africa by Weezer, which is really good. <laughs> um, and, well, and then Lance has a little bit more indie kind of choice <laughs> or indie taste. So it's it's up to you. And you can go. It can be popular stuff. It can be stuff no, yeah. that no one's ever heard of, just like Lance's, uh, or it can be anything in between.
0: Well. Um, I am a child of the 80s, obviously, going through college in the 80s. And uh-huh. I'm really down to two songs that kind of, well, one's not really in the 80s. I guess, well, ni- maybe 1980, I would say. Comfortably Numb by by the great Pink Floyd. Nice. Or, or nice. Your Love by The Outfield. Yeah,
1: Love Your Love. Love let's go with, Your let's Love.
0: That's oh, not nice. so serious. Let's go with Your Love by The Outfield.
1: Next next week, Lance. I, since we're running out of time, next week I will tell you a story about your love that will make <laughs> that will make that will make you laugh.
3: This is uh, a great
1: song. I, uh, both both Lance <laughs> okay. and I love this song. It's a great choice by Rob. Great, uh, your love by the outfield. So for Rob Ritter, for Lance Timmerman, this is Joshua Austin.
3: Peace.